At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is the Nightcap with Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. three of the nightcap guess what it's the weekend for some folks it is those watching and listening on the east coast happy saturday morning to you still riding along on a friday here in las vegas that is sean king a super bowl champion i am tim murray and we are just i don't have a watch but it's nine o'clock less than 48 hours away from not wait the super bowl the official coronation of joe burrow and Jamar Chase. Well, let's bring in Matthew Freeman from uh, FTN Network. Uh, does a great follow on Twitter at Matt F. The Oracle. Matt, appreciate you jumping on on a Friday night. Uh, let's just jump right into it, and we'll start. Uh, we'll start with the quarterbacks uh, mainly: Joe Burrow and Matthew Stafford, and their two prop plays. So, looking at those two quarterbacks, anything in the prop market? Uh, that intrigues you about the two starting quarterbacks on Sunday. Yeah. Thanks for having me. You know, Joe Burrow, you mentioned the coronation. Normally, if you're looking at quarterback props, the markets tend to be pretty efficient, especially at this time of the year, but we're actually pretty aggressive on Joe Burrow. If you look in the prop market, his number is anywhere from 275 to 280. We have him projected a little over 300. So even though I tend to think that the unders, uh, you know, for props just across the market tend to be the sharper side. This is one of the few overs that I think actually makes sense for the skill position players. You know, one uh, one that I heard uh, was kind of a, a popular play uh, from some of the sharper betters early in the week uh, in one spot in town was Joe Burrow incompletions because the thought is, right, they're a four-point underdog, uh, so they might be pushing the ball a little bit more. They could be trailing um, you know, Joe Burrow, a pretty efficient passer, but you look at the Chiefs game, had 15 incompletions there. Um, what do your numbers say about the incompletion prop? Uh, it started 11 and a half, moved to 12 and a half is where it sits uh, here in town. Yeah, I have a pretty boring answer for you. I can see where the sharps are on this one. We have it pegged right at 12, okay. so I'm not really seeing anything either way on it. Well, one, uh, we're talking to Matthew Friedman. Uh, check out. Uh, him on uh, on Twitter as well. Um, one prop that I that I've been on, and I've heard a lot of people talk about it. So it's always uh, 
sometimes it's scary asking people <laughs> like Matt who who have you know everything broken down. Um, but it, it's the Joe Mixon receiving yards, and I was surprised, Matt. Here in town, a couple spots actually ticked down a little bit, which surprised me. I've got it over 25 and a half, and the thought process is, you know, short passing game with that defensive front for for the Rams. He's been a guy that Joe Burrow has looked to quite a bit so far in the postseason. So, you know, what do your numbers have for Joe Mixon in the receiving market? I'm with you. I like the over there. So not encouraging to see some books take the number down, but I think you're on the right side there. Mixon, he's, I mean, he's getting the usage. They're not really using Samaj P. Ryan all that much. Mixon is the guy. And as you said, in the postseason, especially, he has been, uh, you know, getting significant usage out of the backfield as a receiver. We have his number at 27. Uh, and, you know, that's what he had in the AFC championship game. He's gone over 27 or had at least 27 in each of the past five games. So I think this is a good number for him here. Yeah, right now, 25 and a half. I saw one spot in town was actually 23 and a half, but there were other 26s and a half. So as we always say, shop around at Matt F. The Oracle on uh, Twitter is where you can find Matt uh, in all of his great inside FTN network. Um, the Cam Akers rushing yardage, I, I think, is head-scratching to some, right? Because he hasn't... All playoffs, it's had, been head-scratching. And he hasn't gone over 50 yards. 55 he had in one game. Okay, so he's gone 55. But Matt, you know, the number opened at one spot in town as high as 68.5. It's settled around 64.5. Uh, I've heard some people that like, you know, head-to-head props. Joe Mixon going up against Cam Akers. Uh, personally, I'm staying away from that because I, I think Joe Mixon goes under his rushing prop. But you know, the Cam Akers situation, Henderson was just taken off IR today, so he'll be back. You know, Sony Michelle has Super Bowl experience. I, I would be worrisome to, to think over here, but I'm curious uh, what your numbers have Cam Akers pegged at uh, for Sunday. Yeah, I'm with you there. So if you look across the market, you'll see anywhere from 63.5 to 65.5. And, and, yeah, he's yet to hit that number. He hasn't looked efficient at all. He's been decent in space as a receiver, but, you know, as a runner behind the line of scrimmage, he hasn't really shown the explosiveness between the tackles or the agility to be able to break anything to the outside. And right now, you know, looking at the numbers, we have him projected for 59. And I still think that that's even a little bit aggressive because I don't think we're factoring into account uh, Daryl Henderson really potentially, I wouldn't say he's going to overtake Cam Akers, but I think he's going to get a little more usage than people are expecting. So I, I still think that there's significant downside, even at our projection at 59. You know, I think a lot of it correlates with the one game that he gave Cam Akers 20-plus carries. He put the football on the ground. And so mm-hmm. I think McVay will be sensitive to that, and his usage mm-hmm. rate won't go up. It'll go down as he includes Daryl Henderson and Sony Michelle, just if for no other reason than to keep Cam Akers fresher and with less hits on him if they get into a fourth-quarter situation and need to use him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can, I can definitely see that. Talking to uh, Matthew Friedman at Matt F. The Oracle on Twitter, Super Bowl 56, of course, coming up on Sunday, if you didn't already know. Um, let, let's just go dealer's choice. You know, th- those are some of the plays and, and the curiosities that I have. What is there a prop play uh, or part of the market that you feel like there is a really valuable side uh, based on your numbers? 
Yeah, I mean, I'll say, I'll admit, I'm you know one of those sickos who really digs deep. <laughs> That's fine with us. A lot of people, yeah, a lot of people don't like to look at, but I mean, hey, kickers are people too, <laughs> and I think I think this is going to be a game where we see a lot of field goals, more field goals than people want. And as great as Sean McVay is, you know, Zach Taylor seems as if he's emerging as a head coach, but when it comes to situational decision making. These guys can sometimes be pretty conservative. And, you know, we've seen that with Sean McVay. Over the past half decade, no team has attempted more field goals than the Rams have on a per-game basis. The Bengals also have been attempting a ton of field goals. Since the week 10 by McPherson has attempted 3.1 field goals per game, I think you can bet over one and a half field goals for both the Bengals and the Rams and see those numbers cashing. Yeah, and I think, you know, especially with McPherson, the way that he's been kicking the ball, um, you get to the 40-yard line, you're almost in his range, you know. Yeah. It's going to be warm, yeah. uh, controlled climate there. I mean, the, the 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 trust that they have. I mean, he's hit three field goals in every game this postseason. So, uh, yeah, that that is one uh, to keep an eye on. We were just talking about it before the break, uh, Matt, and I'm curious – where you stand on this. Uh, some numbers here at, at where we sit, the Circus Sportsbook in Las Vegas just posted uh, on CJ Uzama. It is trending that he's going to play. Uh, and obviously, you know, if he were fully healthy, these numbers would be much higher, right? But because he's coming off of the MCL sprain, we don't know the health. His numbers are right now two and a half receptions and 24 and a half yards. That was the last check. I mean, there's a guy that had 64 and six and eight, uh, seven and 71 early in the playoffs, but I just feel like he's going to be a decoy. I, I don't know how you're fully healthy off of a sprained MCL two weeks prior. Uh, how, how do you adjust for that with your numbers uh, heading into the Super Bowl when you have a guy like Uzama coming off of, of a pretty significant knee injury? Yeah, it, that's a really great question. We haven't projected right there with the market. Okay. Um, and so I, I don't see anything either way. If I had to bet the side on it, I would bet the under because I, I do think like you that I wouldn't say he's more of a decoy, but you know, how much can they really rely on him during this game? You know, especially when they have so many other options that they can go to. So I would be taking the under if I had to bet it, especially because of the position, you know, tight end requires you to be attached to a tackle where you're getting involved with much larger bodies, much stronger bodies, you know, in run game situations. So I'm with you. I, I, I'll be interested you know, from a broadcast standpoint, Matt, do they give the viewer an opportunity to see what Uzama looks like in pregame? Like, how is he changing direction? What is he looking like? They're doing pat and go. You know, if I was on the broadcast, that's something that I want to show the public. You know, yeah, that's interesting. If we see him looking kind of stiff out there, maybe you bet the under. Right. Yeah. yeah. But if he's running around like, you know, Cam Akers came back from a torn Achilles in the same season. So, obviously, with the, the, the new medicine, anything's, you know, possible. So, you know, you think, and, and, and like you said, vice versa. If he's running around, yeah, look you good. know, then those numbers are extremely low for his talent level. Hey, Matt, before we let you run, we got about a minute. Uh, in the, uh, in the uh, you know, first touchdown market, it, it you know, it's it's certainly a, a flyer, but there's there's big odds to be had. I've got... Uh, a little bit riding on on Kendall Blanton, eighteen to one, uh, and especially with Higby out, that that makes me feel a little bit better. But are there any first touchdown props that uh, jump jump out to you come Sunday? 
No, I, I got to give a boring answer there. Uh, really nothing in the touchdown market. It's, I would say maybe uh, anytime touchdown, Joe Burrow. I could see if they get near the goal line, him maybe sneaking one in. And you can find him at 7-1 to one odds at some sports books. But in the touchdown market, I honestly really haven't dabbled too much there. Matt, my gift to you, Mitchell Wilcox, a player I coached <laughs> at University of South Florida. He's a tight end, backup tight end in Cincy if uh, Uzama can't go. Could be a nice 60-to-1 play. There you go. Ooh, I love that one. Yeah. yeah. We give we give gifts in, in addition to getting great insight. Hey, great stuff, Matt. We appreciate it. Thanks, man. And Good enjoy job. the Super Bowl. Thanks, Charles. Have a great night. There he is. Matthew Friedman from the FTN Network. Follow him on Twitter at Matt F. The Oracle. We'll recap some of his thoughts, some of his prop plays, and also take a look at our favorite plays for Super Bowl Sunday. It's the Nightcap here on VC. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers has you covered. Bet Rivers has launched a series of city casts designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. There are city casts in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, LA, New York, Philly, Pittsburgh, and Washington, D.C. Subscribe to your local city casts wherever you get your podcasts. Alongside Super Bowl champ Sean King, I am Tim Murray, live from our Circa Sportsbook Studios in downtown Las Vegas. Just a reminder, uh, we are with you free video-wise. We're always free audio-wise. Free with you uh, video-wise for the next uh, 53 hours or so through the Super Bowl. And uh, we'll have great coverage. And, of course, as we've been talking about all throughout the evening, Brent Musburger's sit-down with Billy Walters. Yeah, I'm excited to see that. Noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Sunday. Really gets the day going here for us uh, at VEASAN. So uh, fired up to have that. Chris Andrews will be a part of that broadcast. Uh, book uh, odds maker Vinny Maiulo, Nick Bogdanovich. So uh, it'll be a phenomenal uh, sit-down. And yeah. uh, looking forward to that uh, coming up on Sunday. So uh, make sure you catch that. And then Sean and I will be out at Stadium Swim. Yes, we will. I don't know what we're going to wear. 
can wear. I'm going Tommy Bahama look. Yeah. Yeah. Got any extra those laying around? Uh, I might. I might. I need that. I need something. Don't give me a pedicure tomorrow because I think I'm gonna have my feet out. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be. It's gonna be warm. I know. This is better than cold. No, I'm not complaining. Yeah. I'm not gonna be complaining about the warmth. Uh, you know, out here it's gonna. Did be you cool. give Bill your writer? My what? Your writer. So you do big events like this, like you give the company a writer. Like these are the things we have to have. Oh. Like orange, Gatorade, cold. I'm not. Snicker bars. You know, like that's where you make all your requests. I, I did. So I just make sure we put a fan in there. I haven't. Uh, yeah, I, I haven't. I haven't you know, played in the NFL, so I don't really ever get. To well, that's that, what I'm telling that, you about it. Um. Well, we've talked about it a little bit. Let's uh, let's dive back into it. Um, you know, our plays for the Super Bowl. Sean is heavy on the Bengals. Um, I like the Rams and uh, heavy. Yeah, yeah. Take a look at Sean's uh, plays <laughs> for the Super Bowl. Can you tell? Once again, most people will tell you like if you like a side, have a, have a couple other things just in case. Listen, it you know it hits the fan. I have a strong opinion. Yes, you do. Okay. And also, what's not on that list, I forgot to send this to uh, our esteemed producer, Aaron Oster, and I hadn't actually thought about it, was Mitchell Wilcox to catch or score the first touchdown of the game. It's 60 to, uh, 60 to 1. It's the backup tight end for Cincinnati. We all know Zuma has now been cleared to play, but we don't know how healthy he is. So that'd be nice. Oh, my old buddy Mitchell. That'd be good, man. That'd be cool. Yeah. Uh, that'd be that'd be, I'll be really, right next to you. That'd be really neat, you yeah. know. And I'm I'd be it'd be awesome for that to happen because you're gonna do anytime touchdown too, right? Eight to yeah. one. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So you know, when it's like thirty-one to nothing, you know, and your guy gets a touchdown. I'm like, yeah, that's awesome. Sean. So why would the Bengals be throwing the ball if they're up thirty-one zip? <laughs> See what you did there. <laughs> All right, uh, make any sense. let's take a look. Uh, let's take a look at my plays. A uh, little bit different than Sean's. Uh, some of them I've talked about uh, quite a bit. Uh, I like the Rams in the first half, uh, minus three. Now you'll see under forty-nine. You can actually get that now. I have forty-nine and a half and forty-nine. Uh, but for the sake of this show, at this point in time, forty-nine and a half is not available. So forty-nine it is. Uh, but you know, Rams first half, Sean. And I know, once again, I know you're heavy on the Bengals, but the Bengals have gotten off to slow starts. I like the first half under, nine and a half. And uh, the uh, Rams have gotten off to, to quicker starts. Uh, you know, you look at what they did in Tampa, what they did against Arizona. They were trailing at the half 10 to 7 against San Francisco, but to me that was a bit misleading, right? Stafford throws a pick six. Mm-hmm. I felt like they had dominated that first half. You know, they almost blew it against the Buccaneers. So I feel like... The Rams will have a good chance to go into the locker rooms. It's funny, though. I was listening to our good friend Eric Eager on his podcast, who comes on our show from Pro Football Focus. He's on the other side. He likes the Bengals plus the three in the first half. Well, Eric's a smart man. <laughs> I think he likes Rams full game, but... Um, He's a smart guy. Well, can you... I, the only bet the I Bengals, saw... So you, didn't, you only got through your first three bets. I haven't even got through. I've only got through the first two. My third one is the first right. quarter. I liked your first quarter under the most out of your three bets. I got more than that. I'm talking about the first three. We're going we're in sequence. Right. So. so Rams minus three first half, under 49 for the full game. 
first quarter under, which I actually like more than the under full game because, you know, as we've seen, you know, these things, these games. Like fourth quarter takes on a. I mean, look at the Chiefs. Face of, if you, you know, t- all if, it's on. If you told someone that the Chiefs-Bills game oh, I know going was over. trending under, yeah. and then you looked at the final score, you'd say, what are you talking about? You're crazy. It's yeah. 78 points. You're like, no, no, no. One play happens, and that game is completely different. So I do like the under first quarter more. I think it's going to be a methodical first quarter. I haven't decided if I'll do a, a square. Maybe I'll do one or two. Yeah, because you either got to say three nothing, seven nothing, three three, something like that. Three six, six three. I don't know if we'll have enough. I guess we could have enough. Three field goals. Yes, we. They probably have to score on the opening drive. Right. Well, that leads me to another bet. We'll jump down. Uh, Bengals first possession is a punt. Minus one fifteen was the juice on that one. So see, here's what I don't get with you. What? You. Kind of criticizing like anybody that's betting the coin toss heads or tail, but you're going Bengals first possession is a punt. Sixty percent of their first possessions this year have been punts. Right, I get it. I mean, Minus one fifteen implied probability says it's a chance of fifty three percent of it happening. So I believe we get a slight edge with the Bengals punting on their first possession. It's not a coin toss. But I'm saying there is actually data behind it. Could I lose the bet? Of course I could lose the my, bet. My point being. If you took every team in the NFL first possession to end in a punt, you'd probably end up on the right side of that at the end of it. Okay. Yeah. I, and I think it's a it's a Super Bowl. Tom Brady never scored on his first drive. It's Zach Taylor's first yeah. time as a head coach in a Super Bowl. Bengals have gotten off to slow starts. Look at what they did against the Chiefs. I mean, you're on probing their on drive. your first drive. You're probing. So, you're trying to see. What's you're not trying to win the game on the first drive. You're trying to find information. So right. it's a good bet. But I'm saying I like the bet. I mean, how is that, if how I'm going to bet that, I might as well bet the coin flip. Why? Just because. That makes no sense. It does. The coin flip is literally. Especially if 50. I'm going to take tails and get plus and get, get plus money It's on not it. plus money. It's minus 105. I thought it was plus 104. No. I, said. I thought you said plus 104. They're both juiced. Okay, I thought it was plus 104. No. If you were getting plus money, sure. Then you're getting an edge on a 50-50 proposition. Yeah. Nowhere I in the world. I thought he said plus 104. No, minus 104. Uh, Canada just scored. That's such a bad goal to give up. So, uh, a couple other my plays. I'll try to rifle through them here. Uh, we've talked about this quite a bit. Joe Mixon over receiving yards. Uh, I do like that bit quite a, quite a bit. Brad Evans, our good friend, was on earlier this week. He... Uh, did the old da 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 That was a sledgehammer play for him. He liked over-receiving yards for Mixon. And it's kind of correlated for me. I think under-rushing yards uh, for Joe over. Mixon, too. He's going over. Oh, well, you got to have the lead to go over. No, they're going to run the ball. With success against yes. the top five running team defense? Uh, keep, cigar bet? I keep telling you about that. No cigar bet is happening unless you do but you can't. the five cigars. No. For, well, then we, we're not going to have a cigar bet no, for fine. this game. So stop asking. All right, so back to your props. He's, you just said with ultimate confidence, Joe Mixon's going to go off rushing. I said, okay, 63 yards, I'll take under, you take over. You would think that's a logical cigar bet, someone who's trailing in his cigar bets. Again, I'll give you that bet if... Why would I take... If you what? take the bet for the game. You sat here mocking me so, about Villanova's seed line. So do this. And I said, so all right, let's put, it out on, let's put it out on Twitter. What? Is the Super Bowl more significant as a game than any other game? As in the a NFL better? Or? 
No, yeah, period, in life. Should you bet more on the Super Bowl than any other game? No, that's a tight line, but it's also the culmination of a season. It's a huge game, which we're going to be live. Yeah. You know, for... It doesn't make me want to up the ante. I told be, you. It's, it's, I, it'd be a good conversation piece. I told you. That we I have, would, you know... I would happily take a cigar bet. Oh. I get Rams at the current price of minus four, and you get the Bengals at plus four. Nope. And I said I'd do that, but it had to be for five sticks. Why would I do that? Because it's a Super Bowl. I don't care. Okay. You should not up your betting based off of the Super Bowl. That's dumb. You don't bet units anyway, man. Yes, I do. I never hear you talk about units. Ever. You yeah. just, you, you, you have like a amount that you wager, and you wager it all the time. That's called You don't a, have like a that, five unit. That's called a unit. A four unit. But you don't, you don't have like That's a, what you're supposed to do. But you don't have like a tier. You just bet the same thing on everything what you're supposed to do. I didn't say you aren't. And I wouldn't up it for the Super Bowl. Alright. No. I'm, I'm not. So that's why your cigar bet will not happen. Suit yourself. It's unfortunate I'm going to win five cigars. Of course, bottles of wine. It's a nightcap here on VEASAN. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. This Super Bowl Sunday, Billy Walters, the Michael Jordan of sports betting, sits down with VSIN for only his second interview ever. His first interview was with 60 Minutes, and now he joins legendary broadcaster Brent Musburger for an in-depth conversation discussing the current state of sports betting advice to gamblers based on his life as a sports better, as well as his upcoming memoirs. This exclusive interview is only available on VSIN, the sports betting network. Join us for the premiere this Sunday, noon Eastern, 9 Pacific, only on VSIN. It is the nightcap here on VSIN. Tim Murray, Sean King with you. And uh, only got a half hour or so left uh, getting you ready. Sean and I will be back with you on Sunday, pregame, halftime, and postgame of the Super Bowl here on Beeson. So we've got work to do in the hockey game, too, by the way. USA is playing Canada and the Olympics. Canada's on the power play. USF is up three to two. Having said that, if you have not been with us all week, you're just now tuning in. You're on your way to L.A. to partake in the festivities for the weekend. You're on your way to Las Vegas to come hang out with yours truly, me and Tim Murray, live at Stadium Swim on Sunday. Or if you're headed to a book somewhere or going to download or upload the mobile app, Big King's Best Bet of the Week, Bengals. I got them at plus four and a half. Most books have moved to plus four. I get it now because in all likelihood, this number probably will be at three and a half by kick it on won't be Sunday. At three and a half. It'll be four. Well, it might be. You and everybody, that's their best bet, too. I wouldn't say that. My neighbor taking out his trash, he looked at me and he said, Hey, wait, so you're telling me that Joe Burrow, didn't they just beat the Chiefs on the road? Yeah. And they're getting four points? Oh, I got to play that. I, I'll probably put a little so, on the money line. So you live in one of those neighborhoods where everybody take their trash out at the same time? Yeah. 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 Very neighborly. Yeah, I see. Mm -hmm. And that's why 66% of the bets 
uh, at a sports book here in town uh, is on the Cincinnati Bengals. Normally, I would be with you on this, but I've been on the Bengals before we had any information on percentages. I knew this money. was the way it was. The public, the, I mean, well, yeah, that's fine. But that's the that's way. Fine. It, but that's when I come in on Mondays but and I tell you this is where the public's going. Sometimes to be. the public is right. In week, in week one of the playoffs, everybody was on 49ers plus the points against Dallas, and yeah. the 49ers won outright. You know, sometimes yeah, you're right. the right side is just the right side. You're right. Public wins. House loses I don't consider sometimes. this a public play. I think a lot of the money on the Bengals is sharp, smart money as well. Yes. Otherwise, how does the number get from what it opened at three and a half because, up to four and a half? Because the Super Bowl, yeah, because smart money came in early. Well, there was no public money coming in on Monday after the uh, conference championship games, which is when the line started to move. Yeah, in favor of. I was going. Yeah, it was going in yeah, favor of the Rams. True. Yep, yep, yep. You're right. And now the public money is cascading in. Yep. So, but when like you're you right, s- you're right. Like you said, the public wins often. Let's so. go, Joe Burrow, baby. We'll see. I like the Rams. We show my prop I'm plays. I'm pretty sure LSU was an underdog in that game. They were not. Are you sure? Because Clemson yes. was a defending uh, national champion. Clemson versus LSU, LSU was, was a favorite. National title game odds. You can just sit here while I, while I wait for you, can, you to tell you know? me that LSU was the favorite. Bless you. Yep. They covered. Oh, were they the fa- were they underdog? Yeah, they were, they, no, they no, were no, favorite. No, no. They're the favorite. Oh, okay. So but that's I, why I looked it up. I was talking out loud, and I looked. It oh, up. you could have listened to me because I told you they were the favorite. So I heard when you said I took it into account, mm-hmm. and then you. But I had good parents. You know, they said don't believe everything you hear. You know, if you have time and access, always double check. Not necessarily not believing in the person that gave the information. What I deal with. I deal with this all the time. Making sure that the person's accurate in this particular case. Deal with this all the time. All right, let's uh, let's go back to something we we talked. We took a look at the favorite for the public at DraftKings Sportsbook favorite prop bets on the Rams. Let's take a look at some of the favorite prop bets on the Cincinnati Bengals. And uh, number one, uh, I don't think it surprises you. Number one favorite play, most bet prop bet. At DraftKings Sportsbook, Joe Burrow over one and a half passing touchdowns. Would you lay the one minus 180? Or would you go and find two and a half and go that route? Uh, I probably would leave it alone. So, I'm not saying this is the, the perfect way or the right way, but what I'm saying, this is my way. Mm-hmm. The way that I play the prop market I'm never, ever, ever taking minus 180, minus 215. Like, I'm not taking those kind of numbers in props. I'll just, I just won't play it. I'm looking for props where I'm getting plus money, and that's just how I approach the prop market. Yeah, I, think, I mean, I, yeah. Think, I think it's a lot of way people, you know, some people approach it. Um, I'm... Yeah. Some people, uh, as uh, our producer said, could be parlaying them. Sure. But even then, I mean, I'm, I'd rather have three plus 140s than I do think have a minus 225 in there. If you play the long game, it's kind of the boring way to do it. You do actually see a little bit of value on a lot of these no props 
whether it be, you know, because people are going to be enticed and this is the biggest bet game of the year. So it you're going to look to, you know, play those plus prices. I so think. there is more going on in this game than any other. So our cigar bets should be higher no, than any other. Because we're a gambling network, Sean, and we're here to remind folks this is the most bet on game. This is when the intrigue is the most highest. But if you want to be successful in the long run, you don't up your betting on one particular side. So if you bet, let's just say, so let me, instance, let me, let me, your, let's just say your unit is 100 bucks right. to make it even. For, for football games. Okay. You should not bet $500 on a side. Now, I'm not saying, look, you might see but, props and all that. But, but you don't but, up but the ante you're for not, the Super You're Bowl. not increasing the size of your units. But because of the amount of available options, yeah. the number of units that you have attached to this game are most likely going to be significantly more than you would a normal regular season game just yeah. because of the amount of options. So if you want to so have, thing is if you cigar bets, have five different cigar bets. All right, nobody cares about our cigar bet because we're not going to make it anyway. So <laughs> you just keep proving my point. No, but what I'm saying is, okay, you normally, uh, in a normal NFL game, let's just say your unit is 100. Yeah. You might bet the size, you might bet the total. Exactly. Right. You probably aren't going to bet any props. player props. Yeah, for sure. But on this one, okay, you might you bet a hundred on the side, hundred on the total. But if you your list, you've got eight, nine props out there. So a normal regular season game where you'd have two hundred at risk, this game you're going to have based on your props, unless you're just putting stuff up there to put it up there, you have nine hundred to a thousand. If a hundred, whatever your unit is, it'll be t- ten times. Right. Right, so I'm saying but, the cigar thing, okay. But that's one bet. Right. So why would I up my Because ante? we don't have the other bets. I don't want to have a portfolio of stuff. Well, that's that's a you problem. If you want to look at my bets and you want to go against my sides and we give a I'm cigar bet on each and every nah, one I'm of them. Nah. Nah, I'm not pulling against you. <laughs> that's not what I'm doing here. I will happily take a cigar bet. I'm going to pull my hair out, man. One day on this show, I'm you just, just going to go bald. You are. That's what you see. Mm. I see hair. Look at this. I see follicles. Sure All right. I see a comeback. Of Rejuvenation. The f- of the five prop bets that are uh, uh, very popular per the betters, I know you like – actually, the, the Jamar Chase ones that you bet aren't actually not on here. So, of the five that we have here, so we've got Joe Burrow over passing yards. Another popular bet is actually the under on a one-and-a-half passing touchdowns. Jamar Chase over three and a half rushing yards. Joe Burrow over. Oh, I'm sorry. I misread that. Joe, Jamar Chase over three and a half rushing yards. Joe Burrow over 11 and a half rushing yards. And then the Bengals. People love McPherson, man. They love him. Why over one and a half field goals made is the fourth most popular Bengals bet. So of those five, do any intrigue you, Sean? The over one and a half field goals. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I could see Bengals opening drive resulting in a field goal. Hater. I'm just saying. And then end of the game, I could see them kicking a field goal to win it. That's two. That's all you got to get to. Why don't you put a little something on the game landing exactly three? Like 23-13? No, I'm saying the game 20-17. to It ends Uh-oh. three. I got enough out there right now. I'm comfortable where I'm at. It's a lot of plus money. I know. I'm comfortable where I'm at. All right. Yeah. 
Just trying to help you out there. I just want the Bengals to win by four or more. Giving you an idea. Free water for everybody. All right. We'll wrap things up. Our (laughs) final thoughts on the Super Bowl. That's Sean King. I'm Tim Murray. It is the nightcap here on Visa. And a reminder, free video coverage all weekend long right here on the Sports Gambling Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. You know that VSIN is the best place to get all of your betting insights for the big game. And right now, you can sign up to get our free. Big Game Betting Guide. This digital guide gives you trends, strategies, props to watch, and tips from our experts. Visit vcin.com slash Super Bowl to get your free guide and get ready for the biggest football betting action of the year. Alongside Sean King, I'm Tim Murray. We're going to have our final thoughts on the Super Bowl. Just a, a couple reminders. Sean and I will be with you Super Bowl Sunday. Yes, we will. Pre-game show. We'll be up at Stadium Swim. Stormy Bonatoni will be holding it down uh, here. Mike Pereira, uh, ref extraordinaire, will be in studio as well with us. Good get. Uh, so we'll be uh, hanging out with him. Uh, and then we'll have the halftime show for you. If you're not into uh, Eminem or Dr. Dre, you got Sean and Tim. I mean, yeah, well. I, I think that's better, but... Uh, and then we'll have the post-game show as well, which uh, I think has the makings for an interesting one. Very. <laughs> I, I'm just going to tell you I've already written my acceptance speech. Okay. Yeah. I love the confidence. Absolutely. You're a Super no Bowl champ. way to live life. You're a Super Bowl champ. Yeah. By the way, uh, the Greg Peterson experience is next. Full disclosure, I just had to go and remind him in the last break that you never go against the emperor like because a couple weeks ago he went against my duke blue devils and i tried to explain to him that's always a losing proposition didn't duke just lose to virginia that's fine (laughs) no one goes undefeated but i had to go and remind him don't go against the brand don't go against the logo like the got four losses that's fine but no you were right you so i had to just go you called it on the show i had to go remind him called it on the show did. And then I'm, I'm but then only, I told I'm you only, to, I'm I told, only bringing this up because I told you to bet it and you didn't Duke. do it. 
I don't bet with Duke. I'm too emotionally attached. Oh, man. All right. It's bad enough I got to monitor Jerry Roach's move, Jeremy Roach's movements. If I had to monitor the sprint as well, I might hyper. We need to have a ticker on the show. It's like we need a quota of him mentioning Duke's point guard. Um, you know, before we get to our final thoughts on this game, I am just curious, you know, I don't even think I've asked you uh, about your experience at the Super Bowl, winning the Super Bowl as that game went on. You know, in the locker room, how what was were there nerves from the team? Like how confident were you guys? Because you guys went out there and smashed the Raiders. So yeah. what was the level of confidence? So there, uh, were there uh, nerves? Uh, again, I think you have to put context on. We did not have the extra week. Right. So the turnaround or the lack thereof turnaround time, especially for a team that played the late game on Championship Sunday at Philly, flew back to Tampa on a Sunday night, got on a plane Monday morning to fly to San Diego to play a game the following Sunday. So in my experience, because of travel, lack of the week in between, it was all a blur. I mean, it's a lot of moving parts, you know, for the situation we were put in. And post-game was the same because, you know, we had a huge party at uh, – we were staying at Torrey Pines, which is a beautiful property. Yeah, you were in San Diego. By the way, yeah, so I'd love to get back out there and get around in if anybody from Torrey Pines <laughs> is watching, you know, especially considering they just had the tournament. So I'm sure the course is in great shape. As, as uh, Joe Fortenball let us know, yeah, he, he, he ain't paying for it, so. Well, I mean, come on. Have a nightcap there. I mean, it'd be a great experience. <laughs> um, so, again, we're traveling cross-country. So, it's Super Bowls on the Sunday. We have a party at Torrey Pines. We're still leaving the next day to come back to Tampa. So, wow. I mean, that was a lot. That's a ton of travel. You know, that's a lot within, like, a, basically – we left Tampa on a Monday. We were back in Tampa the following Monday and had won a Super Bowl, you know. And so it's it's it wasn't like I'm saying all that to say this: we didn't have a chance to have nerves, right? It was just right. I mean, bang, everything bang, bang. like you were busy the whole yeah, time. Yeah. Like this was different. So yeah, you know, having the extra week, you know, to watch all the different shows and hear the opinions. Like I did not watch a pregame, n- nothing. Regarding Raiders, Bucks, Super Bowl, we just didn't have time. Well, uh, did you? You could go down uh, to Planet Hollywood here in Vegas and say hello to the halftime entertainment. She's performing. Uh, she has a residency. Sh- Shania Twain was the halftime show. Really? For your Super Bowl? Yeah, man. I go say what's up. Shania Twain, no doubt. St. And, uh, we on first name basis. And, <laughs> yo, St. Remember me? I'm quick to give people nicknames. I was huh? in. The, I was in the locker room. All right. Final thoughts. On the Super Bowl, obviously we'll have more thoughts in the pregame show. Planet Hollywood, you said? Uh, yeah, head yeah. down there. I remember she did a good job. Yeah, what did you do during the halftime show? Uh, well, in our situation, we were up comfortably. You were up 20 to 3. Yeah, so we kind of were just like, hey, man, let's go close this thing out. You know, uh. You were like, man, she's singing, man, it feels good to be a woman. I, All fa- right. I found the had I had put a plan in place. To create photo bombing, I didn't call it that, but I had went to the photographer like, "Hey, am I, am I standing in the right places? Is the angle correct? Should I go over his left shoulder instead of his right shoulder?" So, did you feel like 
when you were up 34 to 9 or you were up 34 to 3. Yeah. Were you like, I'm going to get some burned. I thought I was, and then they start like scoring. <laughs> and I was like, golly, man. You had your helmet ready to go. What? You're like, you're like, coach, I'm ready. I'm ready. I, I was audibling. <laughs> Small's going deep. Check, check. Key, get open. <laughs> All right. What is your final score prediction? I think I like Cincinnati 27, Rams 24. Ooh. That's what I'm going to go with. Changed up a little bit. Yeah. I, 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 By the way. I think I bumped it up like three points from what I had before. So you just contradicted one of your bets, too. I don't have the under. No, you have Bengals minus three and a half. Yeah. So I probably need to drop that one point. 27-23? <laughs> yeah. Matt Gay hits uh, four, three field goals. I think it's a 20-something, 20-something game. 27-23. Aaron, just let me know. That exact final score, 200 to 1. Why not? A little, uh, little put five bucks on that. Get yourself a thousand. I mean, go big, go home. Just go bet it. I feel like you should take 10 units. And just, I mean, shoot for the stars in this game. Whatever that may be. You know, one of those units will be on Mitchell Wilcox. The Your guy. First touch. You know what I'm saying? Like, take some swings. You know, if you're right, one out of the ten, you're going to be, like, ecstatic. I got a couple. Uh, Kendall Blanton, first touchdown, 18-1. Yeah. To like, if you hit that, you're good. Yeah. You know? Uh, I got a little on Aaron Donald, MVP, 14-1. to Here's what I can guarantee you. Something over twenty to one is going to happen. Oh, for sure. During the, you just got to you got to figure out. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, take some shots. Got to find it out there. See what it is. Uh, I'm, I'm, the MVP market. I if your bet comes home, mm-hmm. if the Bengals win, I I just I really find it hard to envision anybody other than Joe Burrow getting MVP. And I know you like Jamar Chase. He's and a it, bad man. And it's worth. The long shot, you know, Jamar Chase, but I just, if the Bengals win, Joe Burrow's winning. See, if this the, is why I don't. If the Rams win, I I think you could see Cooper Cup. You could see Aaron Donald. Here's why I don't necessarily prescribe to just one particular unit. Because in a situation like I have, I have four times the bet on Joe Burrow to be Super Bowl MVP as I have on Jamar Chase. Oh yeah, when you have when you have long shot odds, you don't go out. You know, you don't right. put the same unit down that you would bet on right. a so game. I side. make money no matter which one happens. Oh, for sure. Right. Yeah. Oh, when you have long shot odds, I, no. What I'm saying is side or total. And once again, to each its own. You can go five cigars. No, one cigar. I'm happy to do it. I'm gonna ask you one more time on Sunday. Once you said no after you were peacocking about Villanova, who's now like a three seed. Once you said no to that up in the ante, even though you were ultra confident, I will stick to By the way, shout out to I my said. boy Matt Humans, man. I heard he liked UNLV plus the points tonight. Hopefully they can get it home. They're down five. What were they getting? 11, I think, or something? Uh, closed at nine. Yeah, I'll make sure Humans come by and say what's up. Yeah. Sean likes to give other people credit, but when I come on the show and say Nevada, Xavier, I get nothing. That's all right. Uh, my final score prediction, 24-16 Rams. 
<laughs> no shot. 190 to 1. I know it could be 31 yeah. to 6. Whole of Bengals with 16 whole points. A lot of that. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, it was 19 to 16. Let's go, in Tennessee, Joe right? Let's go, baby. We'll see what happens. Greg Peterson coming up next. It is the nightcap. We're back on Super Bowl Sunday here on Visa. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.